Uh, welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Unbothered Brothers. <laughs> it's your boy KG. And it's your boy PH. Phil, you know who it is. And we got a special guest, Sean, joining us for the third topic in a row, third month in a row. Uh, from the I'm Hit Podcast. Yeah, so we have, we decided to do two this month because we know that uh, March is a little bit behind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we're going to give two. And let's get right. How's everybody doing, first of all? How y'all doing, man? Yeah, I mean, I think everything's good. You know, I'm just focused on working, you know, grinding and just doing what I got to do, maintaining it. You know, Sean and I was actually out on Sunday. That was a fucking shit show, but uh, <laughs> we made it fun. That's always fun. You been doing good, Sean? Yeah, same. You know, focused on work, um, thinking about the future. You know, next move. What you posted earlier about your circle, having mm-hmm. conversations you have, and I think three of us had great conversations. Well, mm-hmm. well versed in a lot of different. Covering the basis, so like, yeah, I'm mostly just focused on working the next chapter coming up. I feel you, I feel you. Beautiful. So, let's get right into what our first topic. So, a lot of times when you're on social media as a guy and you're navigating, you come across disagreeable woman, you know, and cordial. <laughs> and we wanted to talk about dealing with an cordial woman. Um, typically like non-relationship women, women who were very aggressive. Like I had an instance recently where me and the young man were <laughs> talking on Twitter and I asked him to explain something so that I can be right in my response, use critical thinking skills. And <laughs> he explained it. I thanked him, you know, it was like, you know, that's the way the conversation supposed to go. Young lady jumps into a, well, why can't people just use why well, couldn't you just use critical thinking? I'm like, well, I wanted to be right in my response to his original statement. And isn't that part of critical thinking? Like, some people think that you need to have one track mind, but when new information is presented, you're. Gotta be able to take it in, yeah, digest yeah. it, and then uh, try to figure out what's the correct course of action. How should you respond? Exactly. And the. Um, now, you think about it, in the 70s, everybody thought asbestos was the world's greatest thing. And now we know how dangerous it is. And she comes back and just like, oh, you just want to argue this and the third, et cetera, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, no, I don't. Big girl, you, you jumped in a our conversation. Yeah. You know, you started arguing. Yeah. She was telling me that everything was done, et cetera, et cetera. And I was and I was saying, you know, it was a conversation, da, 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 and she tried to see that's what I'm talking about, you just want to argue. So it was a no win situation because if I don't say anything back, then it's I'm going at the proof point. If I am doing something, if I have said something back, it's oh well, you're proving that point. Mm-hmm. It's it's a fallacy, you know, something between the rock and hard place. And I noticed that a lot of times on social media dealing with these type of women who you were in a complete wrong. You jumped into a conversation that had nothing to do with you, and you got mad when somebody could prove their point without disrespecting you. You know. So, um, what do you guys? What are your thoughts on dealing with, you know, difficult woman, cordial woman, whether social media or real life? Um, for me, 
I'm gonna keep it a buck. I I really try to eliminate them from my existence, bro. Like, you know, it, it, critical thinking is very imperative. Reading is fundamental. Hearing, so is hearing and listening. You know what I mean? And I find that when I do come across women who just come to to debate. And they come off with that mentality of like women are always right and men are always wrong. Like, I mean, let's be honest, you see it every day, right? Like you see social media, like you got guys bashing guys to get popular. You got the niggas be broke, okay. You got all these different pages that that uh feed into that incorrigible mindset. So Chicks just are naturally thinking that like they're they're right. And you know, you kind of just gotta like for me particularly, I just I just try to avoid them all together. Like once I get a sign or a hint that you just can't seem to accept where you know you make mistakes or you know, no level of accountability, I just go ghost on you because I just don't have time for it. You know, it's it, I know like there are some ancient men out here. I'm not saying that they're not. Right. There's definitely a lot of ancient men. And I agree with it, but like, you know, don't don't just try to make it like it's everyone because you made bad choices. And a lot of women tend to do that. And then they just they just don't want to they're just very disagreeable because it's like, oh, you know, all men are like that. And then we're like, okay, there's good men too. What about the guy? Oh, well, he's just like that because He's trying to, you know, it's like, so you have an argument either way for the fact that I'm proving you wrong, but you just have an argument because you just don't want to accept it. Yeah, I, I can't, I can't, I can't do that with you. Can't do it. Arguing for the sake of arguing. Arguing for the sake of arguing, bro. Just just so her voice can be heard. Because I think a lot of times you got a lot of women who just feel like their voices aren't heard. But it's like, no, your voice is heard. We hear you all the time. You... Them loud mouth joints, we hear you, sis, every day, all day, 24-7. We hear you loud and clear. But they just continue to want to be heard. And then you just like, well, damn. That's an interesting thing that you just said because I think we've all been seeing that on social media, the whole, like, our, our voices aren't heard. Like, sometimes it depends on who's hearing it. Correct. Like, to the point you brought up, uh, Phil, um, we're in this movement where black men ain't shit to the masses, whatever. Like, we don't know the exact numbers, and I'm not a numbers guy. I always go based off facts and just history. Um, but, like, their voices are heard by all of us. It just depends on what type of ear is hearing it. Like, Correct. there is a difference between a nigga and a black man. Correct. And a lot of times, the, these women that are looking to argue, just to argue, they've been speaking to niggas and words. Mm -hmm. And they view and receive things completely different than a black man because a black man varies the same way an N-word varies as far as like your upbringing and just critical thinking, how you process information, how you look at the world, how you do certain situations, you know. For us as men, a lot of us view situations based on logic and facts. You really don't put emotion into it. Facts and feelings. That's maybe where the disconnect comes sometimes. Yes. 
I, I know that's where this and that comes from. Yeah, yeah, exactly where it happens. When you're talking about using logic, and I've had conversations with important women, and the tone that I'm speaking at now is the tone I try to use when I speak to them. Not them. They be, oh, on, they be on max volume. And my, and my thing is, when you start to question, when you start to poke holes in that logic and start to question, I'm like, hey, why are you speaking loud with this at third? And there's not a sign of disrespect. You know, then I understand, okay, she's someone who won't listen at all. Um, you know, it's funny, not to cut you off, but you be seeing the memes on Instagram or like social media in general, where a woman is like, as soon as he starts to make sense, I just start crying. Yeah. And then, and then I get my way. Like, what? Wait, wait, wait. Say that again. I don't know if I've ever come across that. Oh, I have. I've seen it a lot. It's like chicks will post like, oh, you know, um, as soon as he starts making sense, I just start crying just so he can just so he can let me like win the argument or, oh. you know, oh. yeah, we forget all about it. And he'll be like, oh, well, what do you want to eat since, you know, you upset? You know what I'm saying? Stuff okay. like that. That's crazy. I mean, yeah, that, that definitely happens. I just never like hearing it worded that way because, you know, I'm sure all of us growing up, we've experienced that or we've heard our homeboy experience that or it's been talking about movies and shows and whatever, whatever. But to hear it worded that way, that's manip- that's manipulation at its hardest. And facts. here's what I tell any guy when it, when it comes to that and a woman's trying to manipulate you with the oh, I'm crying. This other, how you respond, you don't care. Fact. I don't care about your tears. This is what happened. Are you going to apologize? If we're, if it's a right and wrong thing, are you going to apologize so that we can move forward with our friendship or whatever? Stick to the topic. Right. No? Okay. I know I can't deal with you anymore. But we're sticking to the topic. What does your crime have to do with this matter? I don't care. I don't care about your, your tears. What? I just, and I said, okay, that, that has nothing to do with this. It's nothing to do with this. That's all you facts now. Facts and, over feelings. Yeah, exactly. And you yeah. start, you start checking on what the facts check. And then after the crime doesn't work, they get mad. Yep. They get mad. Yep. Then they're going to storm off. Oh, hey, you can storm off all you want. Storm off. And depending on the type of woman she is, she might get a little disrespectful. Oh yeah, show me that. And the thing is, <clears throat> so I have, you know, that like I have um, responses, like fidget responses. So it's kind of like if Phil Phil does martial arts, somebody punches, he knows what counter, he knows what two three moves he's gonna go to. <clears throat> I have those two or three moves dependent on what happens. So when somebody gets disrespectful with me verbally, when it when it's hands on, yeah, we fight. But when it's verbally, <clears throat> when it's verbally, I understand. I understand one fact, guys. You've won. You've won. And what she's trying to do is she's trying to take you out of your argument. Oh, you, you a bitch anyway. This ain't there. Oh, I'm a bitch. No, no, you're mother bitch. And now you're arguing about two different things. And now it's who can get loud of this out of there. Yep. So the thing is, once she gets disrespectful, disrespectful, I understand you've won. That's like what Kevin Hart did in stand up. He was like, <clears throat> When you're finally right, and she said, "Hold up, and give you a head," so it make you feel better. That's not going to change the fact that, like, what happened at all. No. If anything, it's going to piss me off even more because you think that I can be controlled with sex, sex. Yeah. When you're when you're wrong, so yeah. 
when they're getting disrespectful and a woman said takes me with that, oh what it been, you know, your sex probably hey, you probably know this like that. Okay. But you're still wrong about the, the topic that we're talking about. Your sex is trash, bitch. You were <laughs> squirting last night. I had you squirting all nah, over it. No, nah, you, you don't even like No, that's what I'm saying. Head. I'm saying in your head, you just yeah. like, okay, got you. Heard you, sis. Because once you start, once you take a little bit of a bait, you're yeah, you're in. Yeah, you're in. Because the thing is, again, when it comes to emotions, as long as you're as long as you remain in your logic, you you're you're unstoppable. But as soon as you start dipping into that emotion base, you know, it's like it's like when you watch uh, Naruto and like with the Kyuki chakra. Once he started giving into his hate, yeah, that's where that's when things that happen. It's like once you start giving into that emotional side of things. Correct. So don't take another step forward in that track. Yeah. Because once you there. And 10 toes there. Yeah. yeah. Once you there, she wants. And because she ain't letting you come out. <laughs> with, with my Twitter situation, <clears throat> she was trying to argue some stuff and, and she tried to bait me. And I was like, okay, well, we're keeping on top of the hand. This is the top of your hand right here. Mm-hmm. And then she just flat out, delete me, block me, mute me, whatever this and third, you gotta do it. I was thinking like it had nothing to do with yeah. anything. And then somebody randomly just something after that was like, Yeah, like why is she acting like this when she this and third? So I you know, I'm following her because I was like, I don't need that type of atmosphere. Because you know <clears throat> the prettier she she is, the more important she took the tends to be. Correct. Because they're used to getting away because they're pretty. Correct. <laughs> but the thing is, and I just tweeted this, I said, I can see why some people are single. And they try to say, oh, well, I'm I'm single because I'm happy to sit there. <laughs> nah, I, I don't see too many guys that's, that's going to want to deal with you and your attitude for a long time. Yeah. We'll deal with your attitude at 20, by all means. Because if you're not 20, you're 20. I don't have much. You don't know anybody. Yeah. But when you're 30. The whole, look, the whole me. Think being a burden is cute. Yes. Nah. What's the Merlin Mar- Um That's not it. When I was child, I thought I was. Nah, that's first word things. Merlin Morocco. If you can't handle me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. And they use that as a if you can't handle me when I'm a bitch, then. You can't handle me when I'm an angel. It's like, exactly. You're never an angel, though. You know what I mean? Like, you're only an angel when you get your way. But when you don't get your way, you are Tasmanian devil. You know what I'm saying? And not only that, but in a lot of circumstances for just human beings, when you're angry, that's when you're at your truest self. Yes. Correct. So. Now, we've um, been to be, and that's a one-on-one situation, though, with a woman like that. I've been in situations where I've dealt with somebody's girlfriend. And not subtle, just you know, had a conversation. Yeah, and she's become unforgettable. Mm-hmm. And and don't talk to him in a group by yourself. Oh yeah, you love it's don't you should just walk away. Actually, no, there's there's a way that you you can you you don't care. So why not change the topic? Because y'all are saying y'all lost. Like you have to keep driving on the topic. But yeah. I had a situation where one of my homeboys' uh, girlfriends said something to me, and she tried to raise her voice. And I raised my voice, but I stayed to the Composed, facts. yeah. Yeah. She walks away upset. And I pulled him to the side. Because, understand, 
you got to talk to the, the guy about that because that's the girl. He's the one who's going to be able to have to deal with her calling that. So I spoke with him. He And he's flat out said, you were in the right. She shouldn't have came at you like that. And that is a man I respect. Fellas, if she has a man and she's talking about out, uh, out reckless, I decide out of my mouth when it comes to, oh, I'm being incorrigible and this, that, and third, and I'm going to say something disrespectful, talk to her man. Because at the end of the day, men, we're going to respect each other off the strength of we don't want to fight. You can beat my ass, I can beat your ass. Women know societal standards, you know, the law of public opinion, I'm not supposed to hit you. But so you're going to say everything underneath your son and even possibly hit me being incorrigible and think that's okay. So my thing, I don't write to the guy because what that tells you is when you got a woman like that who, and we're not just saying disagree, but we're saying it's just like she's hit that line after disagreeable one is disrespect. Talk to her man. That's home training. That's all it is. Yeah. And a lot of times guys get, uh, I don't want to say they get like bullied, but they, what happens is your girl will go out and she'll act reckless. She'll pick a fight. She'll be on some ignorant shit. And what happens is her man, she'll question or challenge his manhood because he ain't yep. defending her to the death. So you just not going to defend me, even though I call him and his mama a bitch for no reason. You just not going to defend me. Which she did with him. She, she did try to question him and he checked it immediately. He was like, Yo, you jumped down his throat. You was in the wrong. And I was exactly. like, I got so much respect for him. But you got a lot of men who, as soon as they hear that, it's like, well, damn, now, now I got to get into a fight with a man for no reason. All I know my girl wrong, but I got to go hard on him. And it's like, bro, fam, like, I believe in karma. You, yeah. know, you know that if you wrong, like, I always said this to myself when, I, when it, it never came to altercation with men. It's like, God, if I'm wrong, I would want this man to whoop my ass. Because I'm I'm wrong, I obviously need to learn something. But if I am right, give me the power to lay him the fuck out because I'm right. You know what I'm saying? And so when when I look at it like that, it's like I'm not trying to get into any altercation with men because at the the end of the day, it's like, bro, like if I'm right, I'm coming at you. (laughs) Right. What you got to add, Sean? No, I was gonna add what both of y'all are saying. Let's be real with like the situations a lot of us as black men are, have been put through. Or mm-hmm. in. That incorrigible woman in that exact situation y'all both speaking to has led to a lot of young brothers going to jail or in the grave. In the grave. We already get manipulated to do stupid shit by other races. We already get manipulated to do stupid shit by the shit that we see on TV. We get it from our own women, bro. And it's the whole disrespect thing of like <laughs> Reputation, like yeah. rappers saying, I, you know, basically being like, I gotta live what I'm talking about and forget, you know, losing a fist fight. I'm gonna shoot him because I can't lose a fist fight. Yeah, there's a lot of dudes because certain certain women that, you know, in cordial or this and the third that have led to a lot of young brothers being in jail or being dead. Yeah. Keep the sh- you got a man that keep a strap on him because they they know they can't fight, but they know they got a girl that she can get reckless. Yeah, and, 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 and she acting up because she know you got a strap. So y'all feeding off each other's negative energy. 
My, and the thing is, is, you look at that and it's like, dog, I feel for you because ain't no way in hell I would deal with a woman who is putting me in a bad situation. Here's, here's, here's what's going to happen. For the you go to jail? You go to jail and she smashes another dude. She's gone. <laughs> because she's in court. Look what happened to, um, what's the name? Romeo from Steve Harvey show. He was killed over some foolishness like that. She crazy. He didn't want to talk to a young lady. She told her boyfriend that something, you know, this had her. Boyfriend went after him, killed him, and whatnot. And found out she lied about the whole thing. Because of her being uncordial. Uh, fellas, definitely, if you can avoid it all costs, but if you must, if you must deal with an uncordial woman, maintain your composure at all costs. Maintain your composure, stay on topic. At all costs. And honestly, fellas, no one to just walk away. No one to just cut her completely. Like, you know, when a cancer's in your body, it metastasizes. And when it metastasizes, it moves all the way around, and then you die, right? So if you can catch it early and nip it in the bud, nip that shit. Like, just nip it because <laughs> once she's incorrigible, she's always incorrigible. She's not changing you know what I mean? Like there are certain habits that women have that men have. When you see those red flags, you know they're not going to change. So use your logic. Hey, I'm I'm not dealing with this. Yeah, I'm good. At all. Girl, you know. And typically, I see karma come around all so many times. Correct. I mean, we had a young lady who wanted to come on our show one time, and when we said no because of her being important, was she? Began to slander us, you know, talk about us and all that. You guys are bothered. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody who was part of the conversation, including one of her friends, said, You don't seem bothered at all by her. I was like, no, Why should I be? I'm saying she's a quarterback. We don't care. Yeah. That's just what that is. And the thing is, we would still bring her on the show if she would just relax. Yeah. Because we can have the debate. We, we can have the, like, this is the thing. I, you know, and this, I'm still in this line for Sean. Like, that deep conversation, we can have those. We don't, I don't run from a deep conversation. If the conversation is there, we can take, we can take it as deep as you want. You want to take this shit to the underworld? If you want to go all the way to Satan's door, front door, we can go there. It's not, you know, it's, it's nothing to it because I want to see the depths of your mind. You know what I mean? But you got a lot of people, man. They just, they keep it shallow. They keep it surface level. And in reality, because they lack depth and they know that you have depth, they now want to make you the bad guy or they want to run from you or they want to make you yeah. seem like the problem. And it's like, I'm not the problem. I'm actually trying to dive deep to a solution. But you don't want to have that conversation. They're never ready for that conversation. See what I'm saying? I've seen it uh workplaces, you know, outside of public dealing with affordable. Yeah. I never forget. I was with uh my ex and we were at a subway station, I think Wheatley was Wheatley Wheaton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we saw a lady just going into her dude, just tearing him up. And he was trying to just talk at it, you know. He would and she just kept going in. I was like, dog, I would not deal with that. That's good, but that's one of something I'm gonna bring back up when we talk about next subject. But yeah, no, I just look at situations like that and I just say, fellas, how could how far have you fallen that 
you could deal with somebody. Yeah, it's your self-respect. Yeah. And, and dealing with, and I don't want to trade you far off because I know we're going to talk about it later. But with these women who are on the outside, I understand. Ain't too many guys that's going to want to deal with that. You hear the guys say, oh, man, I love a woman with a little bit of fighting this, this, that, and third. Yeah, that's smash them. But then after that, oh, yeah, John. Yeah, I'm not a choker. Yeah. I can't punch her in the face, but she can give fuck while. Well. It's, you know, two sides of the coins. Like, like we know women deal with the same exact issue. The issue is it also happens on our side, too, but it's just not highlighted because it's not a part of the narratives or the agenda. Yeah. It's the, We're supposed to take it because of this, that, and the third. No, 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 no. Supposed to be respected on both sides. Like, mm-hmm. you shouldn't be talking to me all crazy. I shouldn't be talking to you all crazy. And we should be building and working together. Yeah. Like that point earlier, like you said, like like Davey said it best, man. Like, she can be feisty if she want. I can't punch her. But when I fuck, I'm going to choke the shit out of her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I take that. I'll take it then. But then after that, I got to go. I can't stay around. <laughs> I have dealt with my share of poor and now my mind is just like, yo, I'm not to deal with this. I know, yeah. We had, there's a, there's a young lady who, she was trying five minutes, all right. And there's a young lady who I work with who, I'm a nurse. Mm-hmm. And that's how we met, is me and another guy were talking. She jumped in, she became incorrigible, and then <clears throat> she became incorrigible. And his, his great, everybody was watching on the camera. It was like, it was just the funniest thing ever to watch. And I keep improving point after point. And then I'm just asking some question, why? Explain yourself. Can you explain yourself? Yeah. Can't explain yourself. The one who wanted to come on the show, she said something that was just, she said something reckless. It, it was, it was, it was idiotic. I was trying not to avoid that, but it, it was idiotic. And she tried to be with me about something. And I was like, okay, well, here's my facts. Here goes some uh, scholarly articles, legit scholarly articles. It's so fast, da, 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 da. So you can read all of maybe two minutes to find that. Skim through it, baby girl. Exactly. So I asked her to find her research, and she can pull any, any of it up. Oh, I can't find it right now. I was like, baby girl, if, you, if what you say is true, and you're saying that it's scientifically proven. You can Google it right now. Yeah. Go ahead. Share some articles with me. Oh, I can't find it right now. Google it swift. <laughs> and I just said, I was at the point, I was like, oh, I told one of my friends, I was like, I, I refuse to speak to that individual. Because I understand no matter what's said, you're, lo- you, you, you're wrong. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be an act of terrorism to her. And for all that, I mean, I'm going to say what I have to say. And then after that, it's not a, it's not, it's not going to be a conversation between us. So it's going to be a dialogue. I'm going to say what I want to say. And after that, I don't care what you have to say because I'm just saying you're unfortunate. You think that's how racists view black people, no matter what you say? I think it's like, nah, y'all ain't shit. Yeah, just trash. I think they're ignorant. <laughs> I think they're more ignorant than Yeah. It's a mental, yeah. Oh, man. Because I, I know I've dealt with female racists, and when I poked a hole in that shit, oh, they shut up. I had a class with a young one incorrigible woman. And I let her get away majority of the semester and whatnot. And it wasn't until and so here's the thing, I noticed it. Somebody I had a small group with her, they noticed it. And then the class noticed it. And the class was saying something like, yeah, you know, she be actually coming at you and stuff like that. And she she said something about, 
oh, well, why isn't while we always talk about racism, while we talk about reverse racism, I was like, there's no such thing because in order to have reverse racism, first you must admit that there is racism. Second of all, we can't be racist, we can be prejudiced stuff. And she tried to argue, and the teacher was like, no, he, he, he's right, you, you can't. And the teacher showed us video talking about that. <laughs> and the girl, no more issues, no more issues with her because she embarrassed herself in public. Now, some women don't care if. if some of them don't care. No, they'll take it to the grave. Yeah, they'll take they, it to they, the grave. Uh, they don't embarrass them. But if, if you can get her to really realize, like, you know, you really made a fool of yourself. Because my thing is, if you disrespect me by, like, if you disrespect me while you're incorrigible, oh, it's not that we have to speak again. Until you apologize to me, in that same manner, if it's a one-on-one, us in a room by ourselves, and she's incorrigible, we can apologize to that. But if you do that in public, the, the apology must fit the crime. Correct. Yeah. I'll give you a story. Uh, give us one second. We're we got sixty seconds right now. I'm gonna we'll, we'll be right back after this commercial break. And we're gonna okay. start with Sean. Yeah. Welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, I'm Baller Brothers. It's KG and PH, and we got Sean from our head podcast. And when we left off, we were talking about incorrigible, dealing with incorrigible women. And Sean had something he wanted to tell us. Go ahead, Sean. Okay. So this incorrigible situation happened some years ago with an ex. Right. We're in Vegas together for my birthday. Right. Um, we're walking on, on the strip. She gets a phone call. Right. I let go of her hand because we were holding hands. This is my first time in Vegas. She lives in San Jose, so she goes to Vegas a lot. She's been there a bunch of times. So I let her have her little space with the phone call. And I'm just looking around. Mm-hmm. She takes an attitude and says, I left her, which eventually leads to her being incorrigible toward me, cuts me up and down, calls me all kinds of names because she's in her feelings. What we talked about earlier in this episode, when you let your feelings get involved, you know, logic goes out the window, you know, completely. So um, I'm like, look, let's go privately and talk and, you know, figure everything out. Like, no, I want to do that. She continues to call me out my name and this, that, and the third. And privately, the next day or morning, she tried, she does the crying. I hit her with facts. She starts crying. And I'm just like, now it's not going to work. Because if I did what you did, logically, if we're still thinking with logic, you would drop me right away. And our relationship would be over. So what am I supposed to do? So I'm like, yeah, we need to take a little break. You need to figure some shit out. I need to figure some shit out. And I can't tolerate this type of behavior. Right. And that was the end of it. And to this day, she and I were still cool, still talking during this pandemic. But I heard one of my coworkers talk about what we're going to talk about later with disrespecting relationship. And he was like, man, I don't care what happened, what was said, what was done. Whether it's a man or a woman, if you're disrespecting your partner, then that yes yeah, a no go. Like, nah, y'all, y'all are not supposed to be. The, you, you can't be together because there should never be 
any type of level reached or anything said or done where you're disrespecting the so-called person you love and respect. Right. You know, so once he said that, I was like, damn, I, I forgave her. We hashed things out. I was like, ah, yeah, I got to let that. I got to let that go. I was like, yeah, we I can't talk to her no more because I'm like. Everything she said and did. She didn't respect it. And then it also was, I don't know if we talked about it earlier in this episode, but like it's a insecurity thing, like a lot with women and men, where it's like, I'll tolerate this because of whatever, or it's the person doing the disrespect of being uncordial, like not feeling, not having confidence or something internally with themselves. So they're like, I, I'm going to disrespect this person because I've done it with everybody else because I don't really know how to act. I don't know how to handle my emotions. And she, the second she got became, before she got disrespectful, when she was incorrigible, I'm not going to speak to you until you can become court, like, until you can actually have a conversation with me. Mm-hmm. That's exactly, that's exactly what it was doing. And here's the thing, I would have left it alone. I would have walked away. Because, and it's not me trying to control the uh, conversation. The yeah, the dynamic of the conversation. You're upset. I understand you're upset. But you being affordable isn't going to help the situation. Lucifer, they tell you in an emergency, don't panic. That's that's what essentially what you did. Just panicking doesn't help the situation. I've dealt with plenty of situations as in emergencies. And trust me, I've seen people panic. And it's not, you just, you lose all thought. Um. I, I helped her. I had a friend who got into a pool, went to the deep end, and he started drowning. And when I say it was pandemonium, like he was panicking, and he couldn't didn't know what to do because my other homeboy, his girlfriend, was a uh, lifeguard. She couldn't get to him. It, it was that classic arms everywhere, arms flailing. But because he was in a panic, we couldn't deal with him. Um, I punched him. Just thought you're not taking me under with you. <laughs> I, I, I I threw a punch in the pool. Um, but in a second that somebody becomes incorrigible, I have no issue with getting up and walking away. I have no issue is think of yourself like an actor. I will put on a I really don't care face, I really don't care attitude until you learn how to talk. Yeah. And look, I actually did that. On the strip in Vegas, I walked away from. It. I was like, "Look, you're not gonna talk to me like a like a mature adult." All right, go ahead, do you? Yeah. And it wasn't until I had to come back and save her ass because she ended up getting drunk and again doing some more disrespectful shit that I was like, "Okay, I'm walking away again, deuces." Like, yeah, like forget the whole me leaving you to your own space and own time. Like, yeah, you can get the fuck out of my room yeah. that I paid for, that I paid for for my birthday. <laughs> Trust me, when you come across someone like that, you're, I mean, walking away is another technique you do. Um, we're not going to speak until you're calm. They hate to walk off, They And if it triggers disrespect, you know that's not somebody for you. But that's something we're going to talk about a little later. Um, maybe about halfway through this, we'll talk about it. But uh, just dealing with a woman like, <clears throat> here's the thing. I guarantee you, 
she remembers that to this day. Yes. Because it's something different. A lot of women haven't been told no. no. Mm-hmm. So when you say I'm not dealing with that attitude, that child's behavior, et cetera, et cetera, to them it's oh I've never had to deal with this before. Yeah, this, this is a man. Yeah. <laughs> I've had one I, I had a woman tell me one time the reason she didn't want to talk to me is because I was too masculine and I called her all this stuff. And she wanted to just be reckless. She wanted to be in cordial. She wanted to be a burden. And she was like, she would talk to me because I would I would easily call her out on, on her shit. And I'm just like, that's cool. That's cool with me. Yeah. At least she know that. At least you know. But fellas, once you truth be told y'all, once you reach a level of peace within yourself and working on your purpose or whatnot, women will tr- those incorrigible women, they will try to avoid you when it comes to relationships. They honestly they may want you as a friend because it's like, I know you're going to tell me like it is. And if I get out of line, I know you want people who, who can check me. Um, but as far as like, I like, and I'm friends with plenty of women who they say like, yo, you're going to tell me the truth no matter what. And you'll call me out when I'm reckless. I'll be like, yeah. And if you get reckless with me, you come and cordial with me. I say what I got to say and I walk away. Because I, I frankly don't care. I put on a headset. Because you won't touch me. So I, I put on a headset. But the thing is, I, fellas, you have to learn not to do it. You have to learn the signs, realizing it as it happens. Because somebody said something disrespectful to you. We all got our triggers. So she said something disrespectful to you. And it triggered you. You have to be smart enough to realize that's a distraction. Yeah, because just because she's pretty or cute or got a lot of followers on Instagram or because other dudes want her, don't mean she's a prize. Oh, no. No. Once they hit <clears throat> a certain age. Oh, I see about the window. Yes, because men their age, here's the thing, when we're 20, when we're 18, 19, 20, whatever, younger, we'll deal with them because, hey, oh, man, I just want to sleep with something, this and that, you know? Um, when you're 30 and you work on yourself a bit and now you're even on a financial status or like you're even on an independent status, they can realize I can't talk to this man any kind of way. Correct. I can't find him wrong at all. And this is not just a relationship. This is, no, not just an interpersonal relationship. But even friendships are dealing with women outside. First thing I do is, are you finished? I love doing that. Yeah, are you finished? And, and I may not even have anything to say. Are you finished? Because the thing is, you can only give us so mad. You're going to call me a bitch a thousand more times. Per- perfect example. I did a security job at this uh, fancy hotel in Baltimore. Um, we were doing security for this conference for this religious commission. And one of the guys he has, um, he's meeting a young lady there as he gets off. And, but we're still one o'clock, like the last hour and a half of the shift. She comes up with a friend. <clears throat> the friend starts to dance all over me, et cetera, et cetera. So I kind of put my hand on the hip to like push her away. And she's like, oh, well, 
you wanted to talk to me. I was like, no, that's not it. So she she begins to trip and whatnot and say a bunch of become incorrigible to sat there and that's not even his girl, that's her friend. That's right. right there. So she starts to say stuff with me, and I'm like, you know, well, here's the thing, I can go low with you and embarrass you. And I started, you know, I said some things, et cetera, et cetera. But by the end of it, when her friend got her and they got her elevator and she was like, you know, I'll meet you downstairs. He apologized because he was like, he didn't know that the friend was coming upstairs. She came back upstairs, his girl, first she said, I'm sorry for bringing her up, but let me tell you, nobody's ever talked to her like that. Exactly. And to this day, hey, you know she asked about you. Yes. Because I put her in her place in a matter of ways. I didn't call her a bitch. I didn't, because it got to the point where she was just calling me a bitch. And she called me in more, multiple times. And my response was, you said that already. What now? Do you mm -hmm. have anything else? Mm -hmm. Because typically when, when people are in court, when this includes the racist, you know, racists are going to call you that N-word or whatnot. The thing is, when you when you show that it doesn't affect you, now what? It's, it's the Kevin Hart thing. It's like, okay, so what? And it and it hurts the it hurts the ego, hurts the pride so much because like, oh, that's the best I had. She called, you know, I called him a bitch, and what did he say? So okay, we finished. All right, cool. Now it's damn. I really don't know what to say. Then with dealing with women, they're gonna try to instigate you hitting them by getting your faces doing something like that. To which I'll give a compliment out. Oh, you smell pretty. <laughs> just, just, just to mess them up. Yeah, as you should. But <clears throat> that switch gears real quick. Since you were talking about it already, Sean, dealing with disrespect in a relationship. It's a tricky one. And I think in your situation, you did right by walking away. <clears throat> I don't know if I would have came back because how we talked about respect versus love last episode. My thing is, I believe it's three forms. There's respect, there's no respect, and then there's disrespect. Once she, and I feel like <clears throat> no respect is I'm just not doing anything. Disrespect, you're going out of your way to do something. <clears throat> so once she becomes disrespectful with you, if you want to change that, you you got to change that. Personally, I'm not dealing with disrespect in a relationship at all. At all. <clears throat> because I genuinely feel like you, we're adults. I'm not dating no child. Yeah, exactly. So you know what's disrespectful. So the thing is, once you do something, that's it. No, because I shouldn't have to tell you that something was disrespectful. We're talking about disrespect, disrespect. Like how you said she was talking to you in public and calling you out your name and whatnot? Nah. Mm -mm. I'm going to my room. It's Vegas. I may order a hooker. Call it a night. You know, yeah. It's legal there. So 
But no, I, I couldn't. Mm. Have y'all ever dealt with that disrespectful relationship? The way? And what would you change compared to how you responded? Uh, so I dealt with disrespectful relationship when I uh, I went to Mexico one year, and uh, I was with this, you know, I was with this chick. Um, who, you know, I'm actually cool with her now, even after everything, you know, that transpired. I'm, I'm actually pretty cool with her. Um, we had a deal where um, I was out enjoying my time with her. This is during my birthday. Uh, so, similar to Sean's. I was out enjoying my time with her, and um, a couple of our friends at the strip club. So, she wanted to go to see her friends at the strip club. When the strip club, of course, women are coming on to me because I'm a man, and of course they want my money. So, of course they're gonna act like they like me. She's mad at the fact that they were giving me attention. Her friends are like, "Yo, he's at a strip club, and he's an attractive man. There's a reason that you want him. There's there'll be the same women will probably look at him the same way. But at the end of the day, they want his money. You know what I'm saying? Because that's the facts. She got mad, stormed out." I catch on the street, brown and dancing with other men. Um, so she's purposely doing it in my face, trying to get me bad, because she said that was like revenge for the whole, you know, stripper thing. And I'm like, I didn't go out of my way to strip you. I didn't even want to go there. You wanted to go there. And then when we went there, you got mad at me for people coming on to me. That that's crazy to me. And so she tried to engage, well, she did get me to get upset. We was arguing, acting like we was about to fist fight in public. I'm literally trying to walk off. She's like, no. Um I asked her if I had if I could have the keys to the room, she had the key to the room. And she's like, no, fuck you. I'm keeping the key on me, blah blah blah. And it was just bad, man. It, it was just awful. If I could have read that differently, I think I would have just, you know, <laughs> went back to where we were and tried to get my own room or something else. Because I, I, you know, that's that was just disrespectful at, at its finest. And I remember that night I, I, when we went back, I slept on the ground outside on the balcony while everybody else was like, "Who's inside?" And um, my mentality was like, "Look, bro, like." Once you get back to the States, I don't know you no more. Like, I don't know you at all. You know what I'm saying? But she did that whole crying shit and, you know, sending me videos of Derrick Jackson. You know what I mean? You know? And it's just like, dog, it, 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 was, it was just chaotic again. Nah, never again, bro. Never again. What about you, Sean? Any other situations? And how would you have handled it? I'll continue with my biggest story. Uh, so, like I said, I walked away and uh, just sat down. She went to a bar, but she was like, no, we were going to the casino. I'm going to still go. I'm going to drink. I'm like, well, I'm not. Not with you. I'm not going to. If you're like this sober, I'm not about to go with you and drink because you're going to get more disrespect. So, you know, I sit down, chill out, 
caller, she doesn't pick up, or goes straight to voicemail, or when she does pick up, she's cussing me out again, still being incordial or disrespectful. So and that goes back and forth for a while, and I'm like, fuck it, I'm going back to the room because it's hot as shit, Memorial Day weekend. Um, and then I get a drunk-ass call from her saying, hey, you need to come get me. I don't know where I am, but there's a guy and blah, blah, whatever, and I, I'm at his place, and I'm like, hmm, cool, okay. I'm like, the disrespect has reached a whole other level. So I go save her. I go back onto the strip, try and find her. I'm trying to call her, trying to text her. She's still being disrespectful towards me because she's in her feelings, because she's scared. She's scared and in her feelings because instead of being a mature adult in the situation during the daytime, she chose to be incordial, disrespect me, left up and down, left and right, curse words on a Vegas strip, Memorial Day weekend, and I'm a black man in America, being cussed out left and right, having to keep my composure. Um, and then drinks with some random dude at the bar she goes to on her own, free will, completely sober, grown woman, broad daylight, and, you know, have to come save her later in the day. And then she finally tells me where she is after she's done, still cussing me out. I find her, and I try and get her back to our room and back and forth, like, bipolar. She's either lovey-dovey, I'm so sorry, and thank you, or it's fuck you, you bitch, you this, you're not this, you're not that. And I'm like, oh my God, are you serious? And then, yeah, again, in the morning, when we wake up the next day, I'm like, yeah, nah, we done. We, we done. Like, I've seen enough of the real you. I'm good. Like, and I even said this, I'm like, we came here for my, for my birthday. This happens during my birthday trip. Um, we can still try and go out and have fun. I said that much. And she's like, no, I'm going to stay in the room the whole day. I'm like, so you're just going to continue to fuck up my birthday. I'm like, all right, I'm going to fuck outside because I paid for all this shit. And you ain't about to fuck up my birthday. Right. Because of the type of disrespect she showed me, I packed up my shit. Because I also, when the crying happened, I had guilt. Because all I was thinking was, you ended up at some random dude's house, pissy drunk. And he could have, he could have raped you, sexually assault, whatever, whatever. And I would have put that on me, even though that's not my fault. Again, like the certain mind fucks that certain women put on us, or the predicaments that they put us in, all because they get in their feelings and don't know how to handle it. Yeah. You're exactly right. <clears throat> and that comes to, and a lot of women will be upset that I say this, but hey, you know, you've known me long enough. It comes to certain training that you essentially got to do with you. You know, it starts at home, the training from our parents, but then they can't train on everything. So that's some training that comes with you talking to her, you dating her, you um, expressing to her that, <clears throat> hey, you don't do this, you don't do that. This is what we do. Because if we're saying we're, we're going traditional, you're the head of the household, leader, et cetera, et cetera. Lead your relationship. 
I told my girl one time, um, well, recently, I told my girl that uh, <clears throat> she was upset about something. It had nothing to do with me. I saw aura was off. And I said, all right, you know, I went home and whatnot. I figured I'd give her that day. Next day, I just came over and was like, hey, come outside. She's like, I'm not feeling well. I said, that's cool. Just, you want some ice cream? Something to eat? Yeah, but, you know, I'm just not feeling like talking. I'm not going to be much. I said, okay. Not going to be much. You guys. I was like, okay, you ain't got to say nothing. Just come out with me. <clears throat> Went out to dinner. She said more than two words. Went out to get ice cream. She started talking some more. You know, hey, you know, thanks for taking me out. You know, I got the ice cream. I said, no, I got it. I said, I was going to take you out. And then by the end of the night, <clears throat> you know, she came through and we, you know, we talked a little about everything and whatnot. And no, she did not disrespect me. But the thing is, I said that to say how I led my relationship the way I wanted it to be. So fellas who were dealing with disrespect in a relationship, you know, <clears throat> something, we, I mean, and I've dealt with it from with exes before, but I've learned <clears throat> you have to set the tone. You won't disrespect me. I won't disrespect you. If you choose to disrespect me, oh, we're done. One and done. Like how we said cheating is a sign of respect or lack of respect and not a sign of lack of love. <clears throat> There's other things that someone can do and it's disrespectful too. And I'm like, I won't tolerate that. I won't tolerate disrespect in my relationship at all. And that's something we all learn, all three of us learn. And I'm pretty sure going forward, it's like, I won't tolerate that. I won't hesitate to leave. <clears throat> if somebody, if a woman is disrespectful to me, I won't hesitate to leave because I know I'm still staying on my purpose. She didn't deter me from my money, working for myself, enjoying my time, et cetera, et cetera. So I can still stay on my purpose. So when I saw you want to do this stuff if you want, I don't need you in my life. Yeah. <clears throat> and too many times, fellas, you get caught up in, I'm going to tell you exactly what it is. You get caught up in the Hey, you know what? A man's supposed to take this, a man's supposed to deal with this, a man's supposed to deal with that. And say, yo, you're not supposed to deal with disrespect. Would you tell your sister to stay in a relationship if she was dealing with a disrespectful dude? Exactly. And the thing is, <clears throat> you better run. You better get out of a relationship as fast as you can before she does something that it triggers your emotions and you act out of character. I know a guy who uh, his girl was like mad disrespectful, called all types of bees, you know, left and right. Um, they get into an argument in the car one day and he, he hits the dashboard, the dashboard, not her. He hits the dashboard and she got scared. I told him when he told me this, I was like, in that moment, I would have been terrified and I would have had to end a relationship. Because if it takes me to hit a dashboard for you to want to listen, listen, for me to hit an inanimate object, for you to get yourself under control, I don't want to be in this relationship. Thanks. <clears throat> Fellas, if she's disrespectful to you, get out of it. Run. Trust me, you will be better off alone before she does something that makes you act out of character. <clears throat> You'll be sitting six feet under or judged by 12. 
I've seen it happen all too many times. That I'm like, no, that's that's a literal. Couldn't be me. Couldn't be me dealing with that. No, not at all. Yeah, it's like every day. <laughs> and again, it can't be that whole the trend that's been going on. I don't even want to call it the trend because it was going on way before social media, but because somebody looks a certain way or what they can do for you or because the sex is good, there should be nothing above respect. Exactly. And that's something that's <clears throat> it's a two-way two fellas. You definitely have to respect your lady and all. Yes. What I'm saying is you don't have to deal with disrespect. That that situation that happened in that subway station, the way she talked to that man, he looked like he was ready to cry. You ever got in trouble or you know, spanked or smacked by your mother, and you look at other kids like, yo, don't laugh. Or when now you see that kid in your school that got in trouble and they just had that look, don't laugh, but they want to cry. That's how this grown man looks. And I was just like, yo, like I felt for him because I'm like, yo, you don't have to deal with this. You don't have to deal with it if you work on yourself. If you're depending on her, hey, you gotta deal with it. <clears throat> but if you stay on your purpose, if you never lost sight of your purpose. You don't have to deal with that. And you shouldn't. You know, I think it's guys out here who think that is natural in a relationship. It's not natural. Yeah, they think that that's the ups and downs of the relationship. Nah, bro. It's that that's the sign to be out. Ups and downs of the relationship. Toilet seat up, toilet seat down, stuff like that. Yeah, it's like, nah. I like marinara sauce and spaghetti. She likes Alfredo sauce. You know, like disagreements happen in relationships. You know, that happens, but you must All understand. Yeah, it's what? Go ahead. I was just gonna say, you know, you're you're old, you're you're not always gonna see eye to eye, but disrespect should never enter your relationship. No, it shouldn't. But fellas. <clears throat> I think that was another great one, another great episode. We talked about dealing with a cordial woman. We have plenty of times for that, and don't do it. And dealing with the disrespectful relationship. Understand, you must always, you got to cut it, plain and simple. Don't deal with it. And that being said, it's your boy, KG. And it's your boy, PA. And we want to thank Sean for coming on again. We want, we try to get Sean on with a, with a young lady so we can get her thoughts on some stuff, too. Uh, Thanks again, Sean. Um, And we out. I'm Baller Brothers.